Episode of Worst Fest, and it's a spooky Halloween pumpkin episode. <laughs> so so lame. I literally brought this just because it's a Halloween episode. I had to do something spooky. Um, and you know, we've had we had a medium on here before, and um, you know, she was very interesting. But I wanted to have like you're a tarot reader, and so and. And I, I talked to you and I wanted to have a tarot reader on here because I wanted to know, first of all, like, what's the difference? And like, how did you get into tarot reading and how do you learn how to tarot read? And you said you've also been seeing ghosts since you were a child. Yes. And you're a third. Gen- Hold your mic as close as you can. There you go. <laughs> and you're a third. I know. <laughs> podcast. And you're a third generation tar- uh, medium. Fourth generation. Yeah. Fourth generation. Fourth generation. So I am here with Miss <laughs> Brittany Lee Tarot. She spells it the same way as me. B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-A-N-Y Lee L-E-I-G-H Tarot on Instagram. And so I just want to know everything. So you you were a young child. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Pensacola, Florida. Okay. So in the panhandle of Florida. It's like right outside of New Orleans. Okay. Yeah. And when did you realize that you first had an ability? I realized at the age of five. One of my first memories was having a shadow figure in my closet. And, but my mother corrected me after I was on, I think it was Lance Bass's podcast last year around this time. And she was like, it wasn't five. You saw at two years old, you sat at like the head of the hallway and pointed and described a man that had died in the house. I don't recall doing that, but she does. We had to move because I like spooked my family. They were, I was just like describing a man. Apparently he was murdered in that house. So so you saw him at two years old and you told your mom like, Yeah, I hey, described him, a- the whole outfit, the hat, like the hair. Like I was very articulate at a very young age, but yeah. Wow. And then so you said when you turned five, had you moved into another house? Yeah, we moved two blocks over and that was my childhood home. Wow. And then so you saw a shadow figure in your closet. I did. And then I went to my parents screaming and freaking out and they were like, yeah, it's a ghost. I mean, I didn't grow up any other way. Like they were like, yeah, they're devout Christians, but they were, yeah, ghosts exist and so do aliens. And wow. we're not the only thing here. Right. So. <laughs> and so what did it look like to you? At the time, that was just shadowy. Um, it was kind of short. It wasn't as tall. Like, I can see taller entities and beings now. Uh-huh. Um, but the shadow really just freaked me out. Like, it felt as an energy, yeah, menacing was like, it didn't feel as if it was there for a good reason. It was a bad energy. It did. It felt very bad. Heavy. Heavy. And, and I saw standing it, in your closet? Yeah, standing in my closet. And I think I saw one other time, and then I never saw it again. So When you were younger? Yeah. And did you see a face or was it more of just a dark like cloud? A dark cloud. I didn't see a face. That's how a lot of people describe it, like smoke almost. Yes, exactly that. If I see faces as a medium now, it's mind's eye. Every now and again, I can close my eyes and I'll see one, but it's usually like shadowy, smoky. Do you see any of those shadowy? You haven't, have you seen shadowy figures since then? Oh, absolutely. A couple nights ago, I saw one in my apartment. I think it was just the spirit passing through as normal. Where, what did it look like? Tall. It was probably like around six feet. Very tall, slender, and just a shadow. It just smoked and it just kind of went yep. And it went very quickly. And I just like blinked my eyes. I'm like, am I high? Like, you know, I mean, but I knew better because I just didn't expect it. Normally, I can feel it. Uh-huh. I sense it before it happens, but it just passed her by. I haven't seen it since. 
Wow. And isn't it kind of crazy because a lot of people are like, oh, I don't believe in this or people are kind of negative when it comes to this kind of thing. But, you know, we're all made of energy and, you know, Newton's law energy. It's Newton, I believe. Can't be destroyed. Yes. So there really is. You said you don't believe there is death. You said that to me before we started the podcast, right? I do. You said there's you don't think there is death. Yeah, I don't. I mean, there we don't die. The yeah. energy doesn't die. We go elsewhere. It's a, It transforms. It, right. It takes a new form. And I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. And I find that really comforting because my biggest fear is death. Like, I'm so scared. I'm like, what is it? Because we don't know. You right. know, like, I'm like, God, just to lose the consciousness and all our thoughts and feelings and never seeing the loved ones again. And that kind of thing is my biggest fear. Yeah. See, I don't feel like that any longer. I used to. And I think it's very normal and a valid feeling. But because I've seen so much of the afterlife through spirits and the spirit realm and even dream realm, like trippy ass dreams. You yeah. Know? Oh, can we cuss in here? Yeah, of course. You can say whatever you want. Literally, you could show your butthole and probably be okay. Uh, yes. Um, so if you're feeling cozy. Um, okay. So, so then your grandmother, you said you're fourth generation. So it was great grandmother, grandmother, mother, and then you. Yes. And so how did it start? Like, and what do you mean by like, how does it, how did it get passed down? And how did you realize like what this ability was? How did it get passed down? I'm not sure how it got passed down. Yeah. So sliding off my slick hair, um, passed down, I guess, because the way I look at it is that I was always able to nurture it and nourish it yeah um it was funny like my grandmother would be like I'm not a medium I just see the dead I guess because if you're not working in the profession maybe people don't think that they are I think a lot of people are you can be a medium and not be a professional right so I always have to tell people I'm the first generation to be working as a professional psychic medium witch in my family but yeah I think because I was able to nourish it and nurture Uh it and I didn't have parents that were like you're crazy or I mean I had other people tell me that I still have people tell me that but yeah I think I just was able to develop it and then I just embraced it I would say about maybe nine years ago around the time I moved here I'm like this is just me like I see them I hear them I feel them I smell them like they're just here and this is just a part of me and once I started to embrace it more I like felt less alone or my life just started to change basically. And your grandmother and your mom would say like, would they, when they saw the spirits, would they come to them through their mind's eye too? Or yeah. would they physically see them? They could see them as well. So my grandmother, my mom and my grandmother, they lived in Ohio uh-huh. and they, my grandparents lived in this really, really old house, like this Victorian house and Victorian like home, like mm-hmm. our neighborhood. And that house was hella haunted. I mean, my brother and I, my brother can also see and feel the dead as well. And I remember we would just see stuff all the time. And my grandmother's like, oh, that's nobody. That's your grandfather. We have tea in you know, the morning. He sleeps in the bed at night. I mean, this was normal talk in my house. And they didn't think it was a big deal. Nope. And they weren't like going around being like, oh, yeah, like. Nobody was really scared except my brother and I. Right. Because you were like, what the fuck? Yeah. They, they're not alive anymore. Why are they here? You know what I mean? Yeah, we were terrified. Wow. And so your grandmother just like lived a regular life and she had this ability and you and then you realized you had this ability because you were seeing these things. Yes. That's so crazy. So yep. now she said her your grandfather would sleep in the bed with her at night. Like I've heard stories of people when like a loved one passes away sometimes and it was someone that slept in their bed. They could feel the weight of their bed. 
oh yeah go down and stuff have you ever experienced something like that oh my goodness Brittany yes I have participated in ghost sex more than once and I've been on yes I've been on multiple podcasts talking about it oh my god (laughs) tell us about ghost sex it's called spectrophilia spectrophilia it's a thing so yes they can sit in your bed and they can touch you and they can pull your clothes off I don't know how crazy you're going to think I am. Oh my God, after I don't this. think you're crazy at all, actually. I really don't. I fucked ghost. You, like, how many? Uh, I'm up to like four now. Like, how, so how did it happen? Ooh, well, the first time there was like a demonic force. It just was evil and it raped me. I mean, that's a real ass thing. You were thing. asleep. Yeah. That and was in like a dream. You could see everything yep, happening. It was sleep paralysis like. Like, I woke up, but I couldn't really like move my body. And I saw this beast like energy. That was on top of me. And I'm not going to lie. It felt good, but I was terrified. Yeah. And it was not consensual. Like I wasn't consenting to this and uh-huh. I just wanted out of it, but it felt very much like a dream. And in fact, I kind of chalked it up to such because I was yeah. like, oh, that was a fucked up dream. Right. I'm not going to tell a soul. Right. And then it happened again. Was it a dark energy again? Not a beast like spirit. It was just a normal ass spirit that was just like, hey, and I heard their vo- voice first. What did they say? I want to fuck. No. Yeah. And I was like, he was a fuck boy. Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for bitch. sure. He's I like, wanna I want to fuck. fuck. Like, that's and I'm very like, romantic. Okay. You literally heard, I want to fuck mm-hmm. from a ghost. And then I felt extremely horny out of nowhere. And I was like, mm. and you were just laying there in bed in your apartment I by yourself. By myself. Yeah. And I had read stories like Anna Nicole had talked about it before. I mean, I'd done my research on it after the demon, whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. Um, and so Anna Nicole had talked about it. There was this woman that married like this pirate like ghost. There's like, I have learned so much and met so many people in this journey, but like people marry ghosts. Like that's a thing. Like I didn't know about that. They have that much communication with uh-huh. them that they're able to marry them. Yeah. So like ghosts are visiting them enough and fucking them <laughs> and communicating with them. Yeah. I don't do you have know. like a regular ghost visitor. I do. Who, what's his name? Well, he was actually famous at one point, but I, I try not to talk. I'll tell you after. Okay. I get nervous because of the family members okay. are around. And, okay. Yeah. But it was two a, a famous, two famous ghosts? Yeah. There's a lot of them out there. I mean, they're just, they're not famous really in the spirit realm, right? They're just spirits. So, right. But they yeah. come to you? Yeah. And one's just a regular ass guy that kind of came through. I guess I channeled him on an accident. I was, yeah. you know, I've done that several times. Where I'm like, oops, I was channeling and I'm not meaning to. And- and they and they and are all of these you think of human origin or do you think some of these are spirit demons? Well, I know the first one had to have been a demon. Right. The second one, I don't know. Sometimes I go back and forth, to be honest. I yeah. haven't participated this year. In fact, I was on the last podcast and I had been on there before and they're like, have you been having a lot of ghost sex during quarantine? I'm like, believe it or not, no. Because I'm starting to get a little whacked out. I'm like, what if they're showing me that there's somebody and they're really not? And it's this yeah. weird like incubus or succubus or yeah i go back and forth but i mean just like i know when i channel anyway i don't know it just gets scary it really does i tell people it's not for the faint of heart please don't do it like unless you know exactly what you're doing because you can open the door to some bad stuff right absolutely so like because a lot of people say that like tarot and psychics and all that stuff like you know, sometimes when some something or someone comes through, it's not someone positive. It's a it's a demon. It can be, or yeah. pre- someone pretending to be a family member, and it's not, and they can leech onto you and create heavy energy and depression, anxiety, absolutely that kind of thing. So, how do you protect yourself from that? I do a lot of grounding and protecting meditation, grounding rituals, and just I visualize a lot oh, I mean on the way over I was visualizing a lot of light around me like oh. I always make sure that I'm just in my body I'm aware 
Mm-hmm. So a regular meditation, um, I do regular distant Reiki sessions. Mm-hmm. So I'll get like entities extracted from my auric field because they do attach themselves to me. Yeah. It's a lot of work. I've been doing a lot of shadow work wow. um, during quarantine, ancestral healing and like just doing my healing work. So the better you um, feel grounded yeah. and it, it makes you feel more protected. Okay. If that makes sense. I, I hope that. I'm making sense. No, you are making sense. <laughs> okay, so tell me more about the ghost sex. So you've had sex like four <laughs> times with ghosts. About four, more than four times, but four different. Four different ghosts. But they're the, you see sometimes the same one visiting you? Yes. Can you see what they look like in your head? Yes. What do they look like? Are they handsome? Are they oh got, all oh, guys? Yeah. yeah, all guys. And, and handsome guys? Yeah, yeah. And you can see them, except Absolutely. for the demon. The demon was scary. The demon I could see, but it was mostly just like, it felt like a just an animal. I know that sounds disgusting, but it was. No, it actually makes a lot of sense. I stayed, actually, I was shooting a movie in upstate New York, and I've never had dreams like this. Maybe once in a while I'll have like a demon dream, but like very rarely and ones I don't really remember. But I was staying at a haunted ho- – they said it was a haunted hotel in upstate New York called the Queensbury Hotel, and it's a very old hotel. And, like, the wallpaper is, like, Victorian. There's, like, Victorian little girls on the wall, all this stuff. Like, you know, I went to bed the first night, had, like, four-poster beds, you know, that kind of thing. Wow. And I'm not really, like – you know, I'm very interested in this thing, but I wouldn't call myself, like, a medium. Like, I'm very empathic. I can feel people's energy and, like, whether they're sad or happy or what they're giving off, but I don't, I don't see anything. Anyway, that night I went to sleep and I was sleeping and I felt like I was awake and the door opened to the room and it was like a serpent and he was covered in red scales and he had yellow eyes and he looked like a demon and he spread my legs and he took his long black fingernail and he started carving pentagrams into my thighs. Oh my goodness. And it was terrifying and I've never had a dream like this in my whole life and then I woke up and my legs were open like this and I felt like there was gonna be pentagrams on my thighs and I like looked and there wasn't but it felt like it felt so real. It was one of the scariest dreams I've ever had. Yeah. I feel like you did have spec like that was spectrophilia. Yeah. Because I've read a lot of stuff where it says it's, it feels like that, like you're dreaming. Yeah. It was very scary and very vivid. And then like, I mean, I, I was talking to people in the hotel and they were like, oh yeah, this place is so haunted. Like so haunted. So I was like, oh, and I then it was it. on like some paranormal show and I don't know. Anyway, so Damn, when you, dude. yeah, scary. So I get it. Like I can, I can understand that and I see that, you know, I could see that happening. So. Do, do they communicate with you? Like, do they talk yeah. to you? Like, what yeah. do they say? Like, before the sex? Yeah. Or just, like, I don't know. They or come even through. afterwards, do they come talk to you? Yeah, they will. They will. I get uh, upset sometimes. Um, I get really sensitive. With, I, even in real life. Like, yeah. when I meet up with somebody sex, I'm like, leave me alone after. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just weird. Dead. You're like yeah. the guy. Don't talk yeah, to me. Yeah, I'm like, just all right, all right now. Like, like, I don't want to cuddle. <laughs> So I, I kind of push them away and some of them are sensitive and they talk to me about that. They're like, you only call me whenever you want, you know, dick or whatever. Do it's, they say this? They do. And they're you like, hear it and you're- oh yeah, I can hear. It's like, a, it's, it's a stream of consciousness that isn't mine. Like I've done mm-hmm. this long enough to know, to have discernment of like, this is mine and this is someone else's. I'm not making it up. It's wow. not wishful thinking because for me, if it wishful thinking, they wouldn't be there bothering me, asking them to explain myself. But yeah. like- Oh my God, I've never gone this in depth with it before on anything publicly, but it's made me like realize things about myself and how I show up in partnerships. Wow. And have you had guy? have you been in a relationship before with someone where you lived with them and have they, yes. how have they felt about this? Cause it's like, 
I just got out of a relationship last year around this time. Um, he was a touring musician, so he's often gone. We lived together, but he was just like, I just don't want to know about the ghost when I come home. Like, he just didn't want to know. And they didn't like him. And they were actually warning me about him. They were breaking his stuff around my house, and he was cheating on me. They could physically break things? Yeah. They were throwing, he, like, had always, like, wore mala beads, and he would, like, leave them behind, and they were throwing them and breaking them. And I would find them broken, and one time I actually saw it fly off of a bookshelf. And I'm like, it was only his stuff. Like, my stuff was around, too. Yeah. And I just kept hearing, like, I don't like him. I don't like him. And this man's voice. And it was, like, on a loop. And I'm like, I know you don't like him. And then this woman slid into my DMs not long after the last Molody being thrown off the fucking bookshelf. And she was fucking my boyfriend. Wow. Had been for, like, but nine months. It's So she came forward to tell you, yeah. hey, by the way, yeah. your boyfriend's cheating on you. Yes. That, well, at least that's nice because some girls just don't say anything and they cheat and it's horrible, you know? Yeah. It was nice because he wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. Isn't girls, you got to be there for each other, you know? <sighs> if, so, if, you're, if you're sleeping with someone or hooking up with someone who's, you know, just getting divorced or <laughs> not really, like... My ex used to be like, oh, we're not even together. And then he would like cheat on me. Anyway, like. I keep forgetting to look at the video. Girl. You don't have to. Okay. I mean, you can totally ignore it. No one cares. But um, okay. So ghost sex. So the boyfriend knew about it and he was kind of Yeah. Like, he was just like, all right. I laughed about it. He didn't really say much about it. I mean, he was very supportive of what I did. He knew what I did for a living and he was there for all of that. Maybe he didn't really support it. Maybe that's why he ventured elsewhere. Yeah. I don't know. I would I mean, I honestly, if I was you, I wouldn't even want to be in a relationship because I'd be like, why do I need a boyfriend? I have all these ghosts to talk to all the time. They <laughs> fuck me. They talk to me. Like, what, like, I wouldn't even need a guy. I'd be like, whatever. I'm good, you know? I've gotten a little worried, Brittany. Like, Because at first I was like that. I was like not even going out and meeting new people. Yeah. I was just like, I'm a fucking ghost. And they talk to you. They do. Like all, all day, every day. Not all day, every day, but they do talk to me. At your house? At my house. Do you pick up anything here? Oh, yeah. What are you picking up? Tell me everything. <sighs> I pick up a lot of anxiety. I don't know if like there's a lot of anxiousness. I mean, we did talk about that over yeah. there, but I mean, just in general. Yeah, I have like a severe anxiety disorder. Ni Nina Duina does too. She's like anxious because I'm anxious. Um, but yeah, um... The house doesn't feel like there's like an entity or presence that is just like lingering about, but I do like feel a man. Oh, the men come through so fast, but yeah, I feel a man, an older man. He feels like an elder or, you know, an ancestor. Um, yeah, he's also kind of tall. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's just there. He's not really saying anything. That's interesting. Yeah, he might be family, but he almost feels like an ancestor oh. or a guide of some sort. Oh, cool. Yeah, because he would be like way down the line. Can you sense good and bad energy? Oh, yeah. That's the first thing I pick up on. He's and good. So, and so how is the house? Oh, I liked it. Good was, energy. Yeah, as soon as I came in, there was like a, I felt after that crazy Uber ride, I felt like, oh, I can breathe. Oh, good. Okay, that's good to hear. Yeah. I like that because sometimes I get worried like it's interesting. Like sometimes I feel like when I leave here and go stay at a hotel, I feel a lot of my, like, which is interesting. When I'm with my husband, I feel a lot of my anxiety, like, go away when I'm at the hotel. And then when I come back, a lot of it comes back. And I'm always like, is there something here that's, like, giving me anxiety? Or is it just, I don't know. It's interesting. So I was wondering if you picked up on anything strange that you would, you The know. ant, like, uh, the land, I don't know where my words are. The land feels very active. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure it was native land, indigenous land. At some point. At some point. It feels like there was maybe some sort of 
tribe here or like some ritual that happened. Yeah, this man feels like an elder. It's not so much that I'm picking him up on indigenous. I'm seeing him in a suit. That's funny. And what do you can you see his face at all? Kind of. What do you see? Older. Mm-hmm. He has a pretty like jawline. Okay. Cheeks. What about facial hair? A little bit, a little scruffy. You actually spirits will flash like younger versions of themselves and then like older. So he must have been older at some point because he's showing me like really young, like youthful, like teenager. And then he's going into older man with like wrinkles and scruffiness. Hmm. He feels like he's a grandfather's grandfather. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, on your side. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, your husband has a grandmother mm-hmm. that's, oh, I, she's like shorter. Mm-hmm. She's around, I feel like, on the mother's side, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of just linger. I don't know. They're not That's really saying so anything. Interesting. Sometimes they'll, like, show me stuff, and if I can't pick up, like, just doing this, I'll grab some cards just to, like, op- use it or whatever to open it up. So I have, like, so many questions about that. So tarot, what is it tarot. exactly? Tarot are – so I use traditional tarot cards and oracle. They're a little bit different. You know, tarot is – the history of it is just a mystery. Like people think that they know the history, but the first thing I ever learned, so I got my first reading in New Orleans, mm. got my first deck in New Orleans when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And I started, you know, getting into the history, but nobody really knows. I mean, they say they were around when the Bible came out. There's theories that they started here and they started there. They were illegal. They were banned for a really long time. Wow. Um, anytime I start to speak on like the history, somebody comes back and they're like, no, it was this, this and this. There's well, a lot of arguments. has a lot of opinions. Yeah, the there's internet. a lot of arguments. Yeah. But honestly, like it is a mystery, kind of like the Bible, like who wrote the damn Bible. But there is religion, numerology, astrology embedded in traditional tarot cards. And you can use actual playing cards as tarot. So really when they banned tarot cards, that's what they would use. And um gypsies, and I, I don't mean that in a derogatory like actual gypsies yeah. use them but use playing cards. You can actually read tarot with normal playing cards. How did so are all tar- when you get a deck of actual tarot cards, are they all the same set of cards and then you just learn what each th- each symbol means? Is that what it is? Kind of. There's traditional, like, Rider Waite is the one that people usually gravitate towards. What's it called? Rider Waite. Right or Waite? R- writer, like, oh, uh, writer. Writer, writer Waite, like yeah. a writer. Oh, I don't even have the box anymore. But okay. yeah, Rider, um, R-I-D-E-R. Oh, Rider. Rider. Um, and uh, and then there's another one that's from, like, um, Rider Waite Smith, I believe. It's kind of the same. But I like the Rider Waite one. And... It's just traditional. Yeah. If you know the traditional meanings of regular, regular ass tarot, I'm just making that up. Right. Regular ass tarot, you can pretty much read any deck that okay. and like incorporates it or like does a different picture. But I like the ones this woman Pamela um, did of the tarot cards because she was a witch and she was a black witch and she painted these cards. They're wow. magic. So I use the same traditional deck over and over since I've known since a teenager. Wow. I'm spacing on our last name. I'm so bad with names. That's okay. And so... Um, who taught you how to use them and what the meaning of them was? I self-taught with tarot. Okay. Like I had them, you know, around and you I mean, you could even come to my house like six years ago and I would still be opening up a book because I was like so nervous about the. Yeah. But they're all intuitively based. Like I've taught tarot all last year. I was teaching tarot and uh-huh. I just the first thing I teach a student is what does your intuition feel about a card? Right. Because it's all intuitively based. You can set the same spread. 
all these tarot readers and they're all they're going to tell you something different. And yes, you can just go into the default of like, you know, the the cups are water. That's the element. So that's emotions and that's feelings and matters of the heart mm-hmm. and intuition and healing and all these things. And so you can teach it in that way. And then I um, teach them the elements first and then I teach them the numbers and what numerology means. And that's how I start them. But it's all intuitively led. And so numerology is based on like when you were born, what time you were born, like what your your astrology, like does it have, how does that work? Yeah, I mean, essentially, but it's like um, every number has a meaning. Okay. But yeah, you can get to it like through your birthday, like um, you can add it up. There's a whole like mathematical equation and then mm-hmm. you can find your life path number, like right. on the three and threes are artistic and the limelight. So right. Like, have a drive to do that. Um, yeah. And, but yeah, like. One will mean like leadership, you know, I'm just going really quickly. Right. Like two is balance. So like if you learn like one through 10, 10 is completion, end of a cycle. I hope I'm not going too fast and talking no, too not fast. At all. <laughs> I'm so interested in all of it. And then yeah. you also are a witch. Yes. So how how do you become like, so how does one define as a witch? Because I know like I've done spells, I've cast spells, I've gone to like, you know, the psychic eye and house of intuition and I've yeah. bought all stuff and I've done all kinds of weird things, especially when I was in a relationship and I wasn't going my way. Oh, yeah. And I felt like it really worked and it kind of freaked me out. Um, so I don't really do it that much, obviously, anymore. But um, how do how, what defines someone as a witch versus someone that's just like, you know, how did you realize, like, I'm a witch? This is something I do. Do you do spells every day? I think we are doing spells now. We Our are? words are spells. Oh, wow. Everything. I mean, we're a walking altar. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I was a little girl and I was obsessed with witchcraft. Like, okay. I would go into the woods and I would be making, like, potions out of, like, twigs and sticks and mud. And I didn't know what I was doing. There's videos of me when I was a little girl coming out of the woods. My parents with a big video camera being like, what are you doing? And I'd be in a witch costume. Like a Halloween witch costume in the middle of the summer. just in the woods. Just in the woods. I would make homemade Ouija boards. My mom wouldn't let me have them. And I would make them out of cereal boxes folded inside out. And like, it's always been there. Um, I just feel it's someone that understands that there is obviously more to this. Um, But also elemental magic is at play. Like everything has a spirit. Mm. You can utilize the energies to create your reality. Mm. Um, I totally believe that. That's so interesting that you say that because I like reading about it it's like so many witches are like a lot to do with like mother nature and love being in nature and feel very peaceful in the woods and that kind of thing and yeah that's so interesting um so okay so you have tarot cards here with you i do and are you do you need like a whole space to do this or i I would love for you to give me a reading on the podcast for sure i mean i don't need that much space but should i move this back a little bit yeah, but okay. I do need my hands. So, okay. um, so how do um, I hold the microphone? Yeah, <laughs> you need both of your hands. How about I hold the microphone for you? Okay. How does that sound? That works. Okay, great. Okay, guys, we are gonna go and take a quick break, and then we will be right back with Brittany Lee, and she's going to give me a tarot reading. <laughs> okay, we're back. I'm gonna hold the mic at your <laughs> mouth. You. And oh, you, sorry. Look at me grabbing. You're, it. See, you're okay, and I'm gonna. I, I know it's tendency when you stick something in someone's face. Like, right, I'm like, give it. it to me. Put it in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Dead. The ghost is like, oh, I'm coming, baby. <laughs> I can't. This is so cool. So she's going to give me a live tarot reading oh goodness, on the go. podcast. So interesting. Oh, I didn't mean to scare you, puppy. Nina's like, do you, so do you have pets too? I do. I have a dog. And how does your dog react to the spirits? 
do he they? looks at them. Oh yeah, he, he looks sees at them all the oh, time. Oh yeah, I think he's just used to it. He's such a like magical being. Yeah. Oh my god, he loves crystals. He'll lay on them in his he has them in his bed and good. But boy. he'll just look. He'll just be sitting in the corner staring at stuff. He always stares at something in my kitchen. Uh-huh. I think it's my aunt. Uh, my aunt plays with him a lot. She passed. And do you have crystals in your outfit right now? Yeah. You do? Where are they? Under your shirt? Like under your shirt? You know what? I think I took it out actually because there's a little bit. Yeah, I could. Because I, I do out. know Normally like, I'm, I stick them right I'm friends here. with a lot of witches and a lot of them put crystals yeah. in their bra. I do. And I did take it out earlier because okay. I, I have too much cleavage showing. But it, yeah, and I don't wear bras. But it, yeah, I'll shove them underneath my boob. Do you need concentration so I stop talking, right? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Just, <laughs> I'm very, I'm ADD. I'm Gemini times four. Do so. your thing. Ooh. I already saw like really beautiful cards as I shuffled. I'm very mindful of the cards that peek out even when I shuffle. Ooh. The first thing I saw was the high priestess and she's the intuitive empathic. Like, oh, I love that. Psychic. Ooh. I love her. All over the place. Wow, there's so much Earth. Where is Earth in your birth chart? I'm a Virgo. There we go. There we go. Isn't that like Demeter? Yeah, I can actually hold this now. Um, Yeah, there is so much Earth. Like, you're... Money is great. Um, normally, Yay. this is usually the Celtic cross spread. Sorry, this normally goes up that way. Yeah. So if it looks funky. I can move it too. <laughs> so I'm so sorry. sorry. I'm like, it's normally not this chaotic looking. That's okay. Yeah. Um, you know, some reversals came through, but, you know, that's just for me. Every reader is going to be different on that. But I feel like a it's a reversal. An, yeah. It's what an, does that mean? To me, it's an imbalance of energy. It doesn't take away from the embodiment of that energy. That's what I think. Everybody's going to be a little bit different. That's Gemini. Okay, so tell me about the cards. We have the lovers. Yeah. What does that mean? So the lovers card is in your past position, but it's all encompassing. I feel like it's a part of you. It's Gemini energy, but it's also your self-love journey. It's always how you show up for yourself first and foremost, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, There's snakes next to Eve. You know, to me, that's growth, transformation, wisdom, shutting of skin. And then you have a partner, which is Adam. And he's also, like, got this fiery, like, creative, it's very sacral chakra, so it's sexual, it's creative. He's going through a transformation. And your love life is being blessed. It's a really good card. And the fact that it was in reverse, maybe you just weren't seeing it, like, as in, like, self-love. Maybe there's just, I mean, our self-love journey is never mastered. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not linear. Right, so right. we go ebb and we flow. And it is Gemini energy, so... There might be something with communication. Okay. The fact that the Hierophant is here. And these are two. Actually, there's three. Oh, my God. You're such a witch. The number three represents the witch. There's three major arcana cards. And for me, I'm like, Oof, I'm talking to a witch. <laughs> I these love are that. key points. <sighs> yes. You better watch it. I, I, which is kind of <laughs> scary that you say that because I... It's so funny. Everyone always called my mom a witch. My mom was always, like, very creepy. Um, <laughs> and then... I got into that stuff when I like moved out here and I would start reading about it and I was in a really toxic relationship and the person was being shitty to me. And so then I like we broke up and then I went and did a bunch of witchcraft and like put a total hex on them, which I know is not safe. And I like protected myself with salt in a salt ring. And I did all this crazy stuff and so much research on it. And then all this bad, bad, bad stuff happened to that person. Whoa. Like really bad. I mean, he was 
awful to me. So I like, I feel bad also now. And I don't really do that negative stuff anymore, but fuck. Like it was right. Like within a month, bad, 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 bad. Yeah. That's incredible. I'm sure you're a witch. I'm sure it's in your DNA. I was like, Oh boy. Like just weird. And maybe who knows, like coincidental, whatever. But I was very like, Oh boy. Like, cause it was, I like made a doll. I was dark with it. I made a doll. I did all this stuff. And then like all the stuff that I did to the doll, the places that I was whatever with the doll or the places that he ended up like having problems. Like, <sighs> it was bad. But I anyway, I mean, he's not dead or anything. He's just like, he got fucked up. Yeah. Well, yeah. I totally believe it. Yeah. So that's crazy. Okay. So tell yeah, me more. So you're Sorry. a witch and you're having major cycles in your spiritual journey. Like you're ending... More snakes, you know, snakes are, does snakes mean anything to you in specific? You have a I proclivity have, I towards I have them? dreams about snakes. What does that mean? It's growth, um, transformation, wisdom, and I'm indigenous. So like in indigenous culture, it's a good omen. Okay. And like, you know, before I knew I was indigenous because my father was estranged and I kind of knew but didn't know, but I used to hate them. And I grew up in yeah. Florida and I'm like, I hate them. They're weird, but now I love them. I have one on my altar and I'm like growth transformation it's like the shedding of skin yeah and um there's major cycles ending and like you're going into a new momentum i'm seeing a lot of this in my readings in general there's a lot of yellow if you notice i do see that there's a lot of yellow that's sacral i'm sorry that solar plexus um and i'll say sacral because that's a slip of the tongue and i always am mindful of my slips of the tongue but uh solar plexus energy is going to be your self-esteem and self-worth and like your self-respect and so i do feel like there is some call to those lower chakras for you for the solar plexus sacral um they are bringing up fertility and this can also mean not only childbirth but it can be like spark of creation uh-huh. and creative drive and i do see money lots of money and i don't yeah i mean i'm gonna talk about money because that's that's <laughs> real get that coin okay. she's gonna get that coin you're I a hard it. worker i am a hard worker and they're just saying like you know this one is like a call to rest and also like i see that hands. i thought he was dead and i got scared he's not dead he's just like resting mm-hmm. um but also the prayer hands are in essential because because it's like your prayers are being heard. I like do pray every night Ooh, girl. before bed. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. I've seen, and I never see them, but I've seen three this week, just this week, praying mantises. Oh, I love that. They're everywhere now. What does that mean? Oh I God, literally have been in the backyard and I saw three. Yeah, it's spiritual. Three and times totally I saw a green one. Then I saw a tan one. Then I saw a red one. I was like, why do I keep seeing praying mantises? I've never in my whole life... Mm seen a praying mantis in person maybe when i was younger in pennsylvania like one time but now i keep seeing them everywhere and i've lived here for four years and i have never seen one in the backyard and i've seen three in a week and they're all different colors i'm looking this up right now because i want to get it right because praying because i think of prayer hands Yeah. yeah so it's praying hands some christians say that the praying mantis represents spiritualism um, if found in your home, may mean that angels are watching over you. Aww, okay, I like it. I like yeah, that. it's a great one. We like it. Yeah. But there is a quick, this is quick communication around money. There is a lot of air um, in this as well, which is communication. It's mental realm. It's mental clarity. Uh, where is me- air in your birth chart? What do you mean by that? Like, okay, we'll get well, to I was that later. Born on September fifth, nineteen eighty six. So I don't know what is. Yeah, we air? would have to break it down. It's Gemini, but Aquarius. It's really Libra. weird you say that because I have an air tattoo. Oh shit! Yeah, this tattoo means air. Oh, I love it. So air is like just mental clarity. It's communication. It's effective communication. It's inspiration, ideas. It's all headspace. I love that. It's amazing. So I'm Gemini times four. So uh-huh. I'm like 
Gemini Sun, Gemini Mercury, like it's how I communicate. It's my love language. Wow. Like, and you have it here. And yeah. I do see quick communication coming through. I see a younger guy with darker hair that's coming in with money, like maybe a job opportunity or something that's huge and you can trust him. Okay, cool. Um, I'm seeing little boy energy everywhere too. So I don't know if there's a lot of little boys around. That's probably Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah, 58, very- <laughs> but he's really just Playful. eight. He's like <laughs> literally eight years old. You're so nurturing, you know, and this is yeah. in your advice section. It's like a call to like nurturing and grounding and just, damn, I love it. Yeah. And there is money coming through. Yay. This is a really beautiful reading, but notice like this is the church and this is the Pope. So sometimes this will show up for uh-huh. those that. Maybe grew up in a religious background. I grew up Catholic. There we go. Very Catholicism. Wow. So this is kind of like, um, for me, the Hierophant represents like going inward instead of like externally going for validation and answers. Like uh-huh. notice these bald-headed priests go into him for like wow. answers, but you have the answers within. And the fact that it was your Celtic cross for me, that's challenging energy. Yeah. But these crosses are calling out to me. I like the crosses. Yeah. Um, Cross tattoo. Oh my god, here. I'm like just pulling up all your tattoos. Yeah, in the reading. these are all my tattoos in the reading. It's so beautiful. That's so cool. Peace and because everything. I've lately been praying so much and I've been really trying to like connect with God and I'm whatever God may be, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I've been really trying lately in the last year or so to like really connect with spirituality and the other side, like just trying to understand and asking for peace and relief and, you know, that kind of thing. And for God to like, you know, get rid of my anxiety and help me kind of just be at peace and not be afraid all the time. So that's so interesting to me because it's been a big part of my journey lately and it does feel like a change. It feels like I'm changing and growing, you know? You really are. Like this is a huge transformation. This is cool. And have you been studying anything new? I mean, this can look formal or informal, like just maybe new Google searches even because they're saying whatever direction that you've been looking into, you should go into that direction. Keep going. Yeah, I like it. I was thinking about starting an OnlyFans. (laughs) No, It's like go yeah. in the direction. We see lots of money in your future. Yeah. Start the OnlyFans. No, I'm just kidding. But I always thought about doing like topless tarot. Topless tarot. Yeah, because people see, probably love that. Right? All these like older pictures of tarot yeah. readers are always topless in long skirts in like a field. And I'm wow. like, I do that at home, you know? Like, yeah. Do you pull cards for yourself all the time? I do. Okay. I do. That's but, you cool. know, but I've gotten better at like just sitting with my intuition and just being like, I love that. Yeah. But this is amazing. This is a good setup. It really There's is. nothing bad in here. There's not a bad card. Um, not really. Like there are bad cards. Per- I mean, everything is, I'm going to say bad. It's a transformation. Like, right. You're right. going through a rebirth, but like as far as a dramatic earth shattering, harsh life lesson, I don't yeah. see that coming up, but I can actually pull dates from this deck and I'm kind of getting that pull because I feel like a huge job opportunity like career matter is happening and I want to give you a date for that oh I would love that because I'm really good at the dates I <laughs> love that and you do this all the time for people all day oh, oh I my love God. that and if you guys want to get a reading from Brittany go to Brittany Lee Tarot on Instagram and she she is open for business yes girlfriend okay let me hold this for you again she, she's gonna pull a date card for me now she just pulled my tarot cards and said that she sees money in my future. She can tell that I'm reaching out religiously and trying to find my way spiritually and that I'm shedding a new skin. 
and she's like you're getting a contract or like a script or something. I see lots of paperwork. Ooh, divorce papers, dead. <laughs> no, I don't even <gasps> see that. I do have um, romance cards I can pull for you. Oh, I would I love that. I think I'd pull up one over there, but yeah. Guys, see. this is such an interesting thing. Like I've actually, I've only gone to see a psychic one time and she's ne- really? I've never had cards pulled. So this is great. And I'm going to be quiet. Oh my goodness. Um, thank you for holding that. I feel yeah. so bad for you to do that. Um, okay. December 13th. That's what I was feeling. These um, feathers represent communication. Uh-huh. Cause I was about to say in the next few months, because I don't really see so far out into the future. Right. Um, but this is a long time coming you know like this is a this is stamina elks are all about stamina december 13th december 13th and also friday the 25th of december i think that's the next friday the 25th yeah this is alliance coming together i feel like this energy is coming through and again it's communication and i do feel communication that's going to happen there's going to be like three like i don't know if it's three emails yeah three text messages right. but but I an opportunity it. coming. It's huge. I love that. Are I'm you so traveling excited. at all? Okay, it's so weird that you said that because, by the way, she just pulled a card with an it's an elk, right? Yeah, with snow. With snow in December. And our good friends, Nikki Six and Courtney, moved to Wyoming. Oh, wow. And every day on their Instagram stories, they're posting elk and snow. And they just asked us to come visit them in December for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And she just pulled a card that's December and it has an elk on it in the snow. Yes. And that's a shaman shield, meaning you're protected. Oh, thank God. I won't have a panic attack in Wyoming in the snow. And I wonder if you're getting like some sort of jewelry on Christmas. Ooh, I hope so. Yeah. I love that. So so that says December 13th and December 25th. I need to watch out for see what happens. Yeah, there's going to be communication coming through and it feels financial. Ooh, I like financial communication. Also want to say I feel like you've had a past life. I didn't mention that earlier with these guys. For me, when I see a lot of major arcana cards, I'm like, that's definitely past life energy. I do feel like you're with your soulmate. Look, your king is here to your queen. Aww. It's your castle and your big, oh, my God, oh the it. king and the queen. It's so beautiful. And that's like fertility. Um, Again, it can just be like new, fresh energy. Sometimes it is animals. It's a bunny. It's interesting that you said that because lately I've been really sad and like I've been like maybe because I'm 34 and I'm like maybe I want to have a kid and then you know my husband's 58 and he already has two grown kids and he's like not really into that idea and then I'm like well maybe I'll adopt a kid and I've been like really a lot thinking about fostering or adopting a child do you want me to ask ask who the cards if you're gonna do that yeah because there is a little boy look there's a little boy with his his family but let me see um ask if you're gonna do that I'm with you though. That's I, cool. I've been thinking the same thing, and I'm your yeah, age as well. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't so. know if I want to, you know, have one, or you know, my husband doesn't, you know, he have to get a vasectomy and the whole thing, and it'd be like a really big deal. So I'm like, maybe like I'll adopt a kid or foster a kid, you know, someone who's already here that needs help and wants needs a good life. You know, I'm all about. I'm all about that. I think it's a great thing. My my best friend growing up was adopted, and and she said it changed her life. You know, she would have. Her parents were both heroin addicts, so she would have had a very horrible life if she had not been adopted. Yeah, my stepfather adopted me. He did? Yeah, Aww. I didn't grow up with my dad. Aww. Yeah. So and you, you guys are close? Yeah, I yeah. mean, we As talk. close as you can be, right? Yeah. Yeah. We talk. We talk. <laughs> That's cool. And you're close with your mom? I am close to my mom. She's Good. so sweet. And you have sisters? Just a brother? I have a brother. Just a brother. 
I'm not sure. There's going to be some conflict around this. You, There's this like not feeling prepared. Yeah. This is a rebirth, but there's uh-huh. still a little boy. Yeah. Oh, the death card. What does that mean? Death is typically about just rebirthing. Uh-huh. It's very like for me anyway, seldom that it means like a physical death, but right. it can feel like that. Yeah. This is the patriarchy dead on the ground. I always laugh at that. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Um, and it's just like this just peaceful energy of like a rebirth. Interesting, it vibrates on a 13 frequency because some people see that as an omen of like bad luck. Uh-huh. But for me, it represents good luck. If you see there's a dawn of a new day here. But to me, this is a physical rebirth. But I see a celebration. Oh, cool. So that feels good. But I also feel like there might be some like conflicts yes. around it or not feeling prepared. Um, Let me just ask, pull one card. Sometimes I pull too many and I'm like, oh, this is a long message. But I do feel like you're celebrating with your girlfriends. I'm seeing like toasting of glasses. I love that. Um, We love a celebration. Let me see. Because I did see a little boy unless um, Tommy has a son that's an earth sign. Tommy does have two sons. And I think one of them is a Capricorn and one of them is an earth sign. It is. And then the other one is a Cancer, I believe. Good one. He's here, one of them. Oh, gosh. The Hierophant again. Yeah. I mean. And that guy again. Lots of work, lots of money. I feel like I'm seeing like this push and pull. They're almost like not giving me a definitive answer. It may be because you haven't made up your mind about it. I haven't made up my mind about it. Yeah, sometimes I go back and forth. I'm like, oh, let me adopt a kid. It'll be great. I'll foster them. I'll spoil them. I'll give them the best life ever. And then I'm like, well, I don't wake up till 2 p.m. every day. So yeah. Oh my goodness. (sighs) That could be really hard for the kid. Like, that's mommy, int- wake up. That's the god of um fertility. Oh, really? Music and fertility. So if it happens, you might be making this decision or talking about it in the spring. Um, If I sit with that, maybe like I'm seeing four and five. So it might be, what is that? I have to count my fingers. April? April, April or May. Okay. On the 14th. I mean, I know that sounds ridiculous because who was going to remember? But like no. normally in my sessions, we record it. I and do. Go well, back. We're recording it right now. I'm going to remember December 13th, 25th, and April 14th. I remembered yeah. all of it already. And then you got a 14 and a 13. And a 13. So when spirit shows me like number sequences like that, it's usually like methodical, like planned out uh-huh. steps. Uh-huh. So oh, that's maybe exciting. it's a long journey. It feels good. At first I was like, oh, there's just pushing this pull. But when I saw this, I was like, okay, there's Music fertility. and fertility. Yeah, and that's my husband's trippy. a musician. Didn't so that's think about very that. cool. That's amazing. But this is saying that you're going to have, you're the worker. Like you have the income to do it. You have the capacity to do it. You have the drive to do it. Yes. And you always have income coming through. And this also represents good health. Oh, I All love those pentacles. That. Can you believe I just like spaced on that? I'm like, oh, good health. Yeah. Whatever. How does that represent good health? It's a, a guy working. It's just that's so that it's the means. earth um, element okay. in general. So it's the things here on planet Earth. It's going to be your material gains, your prosperity, wealth, and health. Okay. Is great. put in there. And if I sit with it, like I can scan through like the body. I mean, I sometimes call myself a medical intuitive, but I try not to because I don't want to yeah, get sued. But tell um, me. I would never sue you, but take your time. And I'm not a doctor. I'm not really picking up on anything. Like if they bring up fertility and the lower three chakras like earlier, that could be some OBGYN stuff. You know, um, I'm only getting like neck and shoulder pain. That's all yeah. I'm getting when I sit with your. Yeah. But I can sometimes I like I, I'm laughing. It's not funny. But I told this woman, I said, you're going to like break something soon if you don't slow down. Like I kept seeing a cast on a leg and sure as shit. She sprained her ankle like two 
weeks later and then I fell in a hole in my front yard that I knew was there it was and weird you broke your ankle I didn't break it I just tweaked it for a couple of days it was like right after I told her and I was like well we both did that that's wow. weird like how did I not pick that up for me but yeah it was yeah I'll see stuff but I don't wow. see major stuff but I do have some like COVID or some clients that have COVID and I've picked up on that like I'm like yeah I feel like you have it you should go get tested but yeah and you talk to them over zoom I do phone because zoom yeah. is too crazy for me as right. far as like energy the yeah. calls always drop like even my ig lives that i do will always drop did I mean, you do like facetime sometimes or but just regular i call? just regular call if i had it my way i would have an old school landline from like the 90s with like a rotary dial like cord like i really would have it that way because the energy is just so crazy i wouldn't be surprised let's knock on wood like if something got messed up because like i've had that happen on almost every podcast like Full batteries are drained. It's just a lot of energy that you're pulling through. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Then I look at my phone and it's like not recording at all. That's so great. <sighs> I know. So I'm trying to set an intention. How do you pick people's energy over the phone? Like, how do you feel that? Do you have to like look at their profile or know not anything at all. about them? Nothing. I don't have to know anything. Some people think I need to know their names. And usually I do because I write it down in the calendar. So I only have their names and it's just how I feel like picking up energy anywhere else. It's very accurate. I have wow. people that are. Or were hesitant about doing that, but now because we're forced because of COVID, are just like, yeah, it's accurate as hell. I and mean, do people call you every week to to get a reading? Every week? No. I mean, there I have regular clients and they wait like a few weeks or months, but I give dates that like pan out for like a year. So wow. I try to have them sit with that for a bit because yeah. I'm so backed up. Wow. Even if people wanted to get into me to now, like now it won't be until like the third week of November. Really? Yeah, I'm so backed every up. Every day you have so many... Yeah, I mean, we're from like five to 10, but I try to like dial it back because I'm exhausted. Like It I'm takes out of you. So much because it like runs through your nervous like system. So wow. like if I am like doing so many, like I am this week and I had to push things around to like make room. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm dreading it. I love my clients, but I'm dreading it because it's a lot of energy and I am taken down. And if I'm not as grounded or I'm not eating well, I'm not yeah. really exercising as well as I should be right now because of the fires and yeah griffith park was just on fire this you know past week and so the air quality has been shit in los Feliz. Ugh. so i can't go running can't go to the gym because of covid can't go running because of smoke right and it's like so as long as like i'm mind body and soul connected it's better and i take lots of vitamins that's good <laughs> what's one thing like you recommend to people who want to be more open to like the spiritual realm or like what would you say for people like who are scared or you know who don't know anything like what would you say to them to like reassure them or to tell them any kind of piece of advice that you would say about the other side don't be scared because sometimes spirits are scared too sometimes they don't realize that they're in your space they get freaked out and they don't have as much power like i know some can move i know some can body possess but like don't give it power i always tell people don't give it power mm. i have clients that come to me and they think oh i'm hexed or I've got this entity in my house. I hate it. And it's not, and I hate to say this, but it's not as bad as they think it is. I used, oh, before COVID, I would go into homes and cleanse homes. I do a lot wow. of house blessings. Wow. And like, people are just like, can you purge this energy out of my my house? It's bad. And I go in and I'm like, oh, this is easy. You know, like really? it is. But a lot of people don't want to see spirits and it's not their norm. And I get that. And I have a lot of empathy and compassion for that. But I just like, try to tell people that you are more powerful you're in this realm and you have all the power because you have the access to it in this realm and they're in that realm and they don't really have it. And it takes a lot for them to be able to move an object yeah, or to like possess a body. 
And so if you're, you know, I always think of like spirits, like alcohol, they call it spirits because they felt like that once you didn't have control of your vessel, like a spirit could take over. Yeah. Um, so just be mindful of like our addictions, you know, like drinking and drugs. And I mean, I've done enough of that. So right. things can attach to you. When so, you do that, yeah. when you're inebriated. Yeah. Or I incapacitated. Mean, I like to offer, like if I have like a glass of wine or something or smoke weed or do mushrooms, I offer it to my ancestors first. Oh. And then I do the intake of like, okay, I do like a whole ritual. And then I'm like, ooh. Wow. <laughs> and it helps. It helps with a hangover, as odd as that sounds. Like, wow. It helps just like, you know, even with my food, I do that. I cook with intention. I set the intention. Um, with my water, I try to set an intention. And, and, um, like people who have you met anyone who's like you said people who've been hexed have you met anyone who's been possessed you know not really not like really. i've met someone that um they felt they were possessed and then they came back and then they were diagnosed with some um something and i was like okay i kind of felt it but it was so in and out so no i don't know i haven't really i can't really say that i have mm -hmm. per se and what I believe it, it exists, though, for right, sure. Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. And then, um, so, so have, so I know, like, a lot of people, like, especially me, like, I wake up around, like, 3 a.m. every night, and I know they call that, like, the witching hour. Yeah. What does that mean for well, people? Well, they, they think that 3 a.m. is, like, when the veil is thin, the uh -huh. thinnest, kind of like Between what we're in now. our world and their Yeah, world. and okay. so that's the witching hour. Yeah. I tell people if they can't sleep between those hours, it's probably because they're having a spiritual awakening. Uh -huh. They're ascending. There's something going on. I do believe that a lot in our dream realm, we are interacting with our higher selves, our guides, our ancestors. We're getting little nuggets of information that's implanted into our subconscious. I know that sounds kind of like weird, but it is. Like no, we come back with sense. that info. So that hour seems to be like when you're having a spiritual awakening for me, I'll wake up at like three 33 and I'll just sit up in bed and be looking around like, okay, so what, what's coming through? Just sit with your thoughts. Maybe if you can get like in your notes on your phone, like type down, like what's coming through all stream of consciousness. It might yeah. be somebody coming through trying to give you a message. Cause I notice that a lot. Like I wake up and it's always like three something like yeah. three 44, three 22, three something like always. And I'm always just like, look at the clock. And I'm like, why do I keep waking up at this time? It's so strange. I really do feel like you're having a spiritual awakening. Yeah. So you said to try to stay awake and see what's happening. Yeah. I'm just good, natural. Like if it's, you know, natural for you to stay awake, I don't want you to force anything, but like right. if you can't go back to sleep, just like maybe just write or like write in your phone, like what's coming through. Sometimes I'll use the voice memo on my phone if I don't feel like doing all that. And yeah. I just, speak whatever comes through and I go back and I'm listening I'm like who the hell was that what was that yeah it's usually profound and uh so one more thing I know we we're like almost at an hour we have a few oh my, minutes I feel left like I know we do an hour it flies yeah. <laughs> okay so reincarnation because you said you think I've had past life yes can you see into that a little bit I've been opening up a little bit I'm not a past life reader per se but mm -hmm. I did a lot of past life regression this year yeah and I've been picking up on more of that and then my clients I recommend them to my past life healer and then they come back and we compare and they're like they said Ooh. the same fucking thing so for you when I was pulling those I felt like you were a religious figure mm -hmm. a man and then I also feel like you were at like a witch as well like mm -hmm. in another life and so it was almost like this duality mm -hmm. or like this dichotomy of like energy almost like that's battling and you might be feeling it in this life if they bring it up I feel like it's because it's helpful it's helpful for your journey here so you might be having that push and pull with like growing up Catholic and the Catholicism mm -hmm. which by the way I mean that's taken a lot from paganism anyway so right. those traditions are speaking of Halloween it's embedded so 
maybe you're having that push and pull. But yeah, I definitely feel that you were a religious figure of some sort, man, and then a witch woman in a different incarnation. And I do feel like you were a mother. Oh. Like you had a child, maybe a little boy. Maybe that's why that little boy kept yeah. showing up. It's so interesting that I didn't know that you could be reincarnated as a man or a woman, your spirit. It doesn't yeah. have a gender. It can be exactly male or female. I didn't yeah. know that. I thought like when you're a girl, you're always reincarnated a girl. Yeah. No, but you can re be reincarnated a boy. That's what I've learned. Yeah. It makes sense to me. I yeah. mean, it really does. And animals and some cultures and religions don't believe that animals but I do. I feel like so I So people can be reincarnated into animals? Yeah, I had a shaman once tell me that I was five animals. I had five animal lives. And he wouldn't tell me which ones. And I was just like, okay. Wow. But that makes sense because I connect with them. And there was a lot of animal in your, um, a lot of animal totem in your reading. Who, who are you? Who are you? Tell us. Can you tell us? She's like my best friend. I fucking love her. She's very clingy. Love she loves me very much. Um, that's so interesting. This is all just so interesting. I mean, I really genuinely believe in it, and you believe in aliens and all that stuff too. Absolutely. And I believe in that. And I, I mean, it's silly to think that we're the only creatures that are living in this universe. I right? mean, we call them aliens, but to to them, we're probably aliens as well. <laughs> yeah, they probably look at us and are like, ah, you know, yeah, just exactly. Like we look at them and Spirits like, ah. do the same. Yeah, yeah. like what the hell's going on? So scary looking, right? Like they yeah. probably see us and are like, wow, they're fucking weird looking. Yep. You know, but we look at them and go, wow, they're weird looking. But to them, they're like normal, and to us, we're normal. You know, right? So it's all perception. So interesting, Britt. I oh loved God. having you here. God, I that went so here. fast. It did. I didn't even. Well, I'm like, whoa, what is happening? The time flew. Okay, so Too people can leaves. find you on. <laughs> Instagram is Brittany Lee Tarot. And again, yes. that's L-E-I-G-H. And I have her tagged down below. And if people want to book a session with you, should they just DM you? Or yeah, do you have just like DM a, me. Yeah. Just DM me and I'll give you my email. And I know you're busy, but, you know, people might want to just know what's going on in their lives. And so yeah. I'm going to look out for December 13th, December 25th. And yes. I think there was one more I, uh, April, I, April something, April 13th. I'll watch this back yeah. and, and write it all down. But I'm glad that I got good cards. Same. So have you, do you pull bad cards for people? Well, I mean, bad, it's perspective, but right. yeah, but harsh life lessons. Yeah. It's not my favorite or I'll get a warning about a person in right. somebody's life. I'm like, watch out for that shysty fuck, you know, because that person's going to steal from you or do something. So that was really beautiful. I was holding my breath. Yeah. I don't know if you could tell. I was like, please yeah, don't yeah, have please me. Be good. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's on there. It's like, you're going to die tomorrow. <gasps> oh, on my no. podcast. I've I only ever it. seen that once, but that person was very close to me too. Wow. Yeah. Scary. Oh my God. Okay. Well, Britt, I've loved having you here. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was the perfect Halloween episode. Wow. I mean, like, it's so cool to talk to someone who's, you know, you're doing, you do this for a living and you, you have ghost sex and you believe in all this, you know, past lives and um, I'm a weirdo. And you never die and you talk to ghosts and, you know, guys, if you have any more questions for Brittany, <laughs> please write them down below. Maybe we'll have you come back on and I would love to. make sure to stay tuned next week for another interesting episode of Ghost Stories.